verses 37, verse 5 is where we'll start reading. Now Joseph had a dream, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him even more. So he said to them, please hear this dream which I have dreamed. There, listen to this, there we were, binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And indeed, your sheaves stood around, all around, and bowed down to my sheep. And his brother said to him, should you indeed reign over us? Or should you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more. These boys got some serious hatred going on in their hearts. For his dream and for his words. Then he dreamed still another dream. And took it and told it to his brother and said, look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time the sun and the moon and the 11 stars bowed down to me. Verse 10. So he told it to his father and his brothers and his father rebuked him sternly, rebuked him and said to him, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Should your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Let's go over to Genesis uh, 42. Genesis 42. Genesis 42. The book of Genesis chapter 42. Chapter 42 is the fulfillment of the dream. In Genesis 42, verse 6, it reads this way. Now Joseph was governor over the land, and it was he who sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him with their faces to the earth. Let us pray. Father, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you for the word of the Lord. Your word is true. Father, we thank you for the ability to articulate what heaven has brought to earth. We thank you for the ability and the mindset that it takes, God, to take the word that has been dropped in my spirit and cultivate that word until every person under the sound of my voice has heard from heaven. Father, I thank you on this day, being the second time that I ministered this word today. Let it be more powerful this time than it was the first time. Father, dig down in me and pull out things that you placed in me that I didn't even know were in me, but they're applicable for the people who are under the sound of my voice today. God, we give you in advance the glory, the honor, and the praise. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Somebody shout in the atmosphere, amen. You may take your seats in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk to you today. Your dream is coming true. Your dream... Is coming true. Is your dream is coming true. Your dream is coming true. Now, no matter how bad it's been, your dream is coming true. Here it is. This boy is 17 years old, has a dream at 17 years old. It takes 13 years, but his dream 
comes true. Now, I want to talk to some of you who already are rebellious and you think this scripture is to say that I'm over you. Well, to be in the truth of the matter, you're sitting in the building that I'm, not, I'm the senior leader of, so I do have some level of rulership uh, while you're in this building. So, don't, no, no disrespect to you, but this message is not about me ruling over you. This is about the dream that you gave up on. And this, this message is about what God gave you that you no longer believe in. Because here it is, Joseph, he had the dream and he was willing to tell people that he shouldn't have told. And sometimes you can tell people that you should not tell because they don't understand what you're saying. I talk all the time and there's so many people that hear me but don't understand me. It may be because I'm talking to the wrong people. So let's dive in. Let's talk about a dream just for a moment because a dream is very important. It's a succession of, listen to this, a succession of images, thoughts, or emotions passing through the mind during sleep. So what you do is when you stay up all night and you can't sleep, you deprive yourself of the image that God is trying to give you. When you have a bad meal and you're in a nightmare because you can't have a dream and a nightmare at the same time, you can't be worried about everything and all, and all kind of anxiety and have a dream from the Lord. There's a difference than a dream that was promoted by some bad meal or a dream that's promoted by something that you were worried about before you went to sleep. But when God comes in, in, in a peaceful mind and starts giving you images and thoughts that travel through your mind while you're at rest. I believe in rest. I get rest. People say you're always doing something. That's not the truth. I'm not always doing something. I'm a very quiet spirit when I don't have a microphone. You understand? I want to know why? Because I need these images that God wants to give me because I got a people to lead and a people to feed. And you cannot lead and you cannot feed if you don't have an image of something beyond the day that you're in because all that turmoil and all that trauma keeps you in a day that's not applicable for you nor the people that you have influence with so it's very important that you get to the place to where you dream because you want influence but you don't want to dream if you don't dream you don't need influence because if you live a nightmare around good people you will make those good people toxic because you're in a nightmare when you're in a nightmare you start hitting people that you should not hit there's times that Lady Davis has kicked me. I didn't know why she was kicking me, but she was running in her dream. She said, sometimes I hit her. I may have been having a nightmare, but when she woke me up, I said, I'm a dreamer, so I got to get out of this. Some of y'all have been so much in a nightmare. You're kicking people. You're cussing people. You're doing things to people because you live in a nightmare because you gave up on your dream. But when you don't give up on your dream, people can lay with you, be close to you, and they ain't got nothing to worry about because you live in your dream. I like Joseph because Joseph was so caught up in his dream even when his brothers tried to destroy him he didn't try it back let's speak to the spirit of retaliation the threats that's up against your life because you refuse to dream when you stop dreaming everybody around you is an enemy when you stop dreaming but when you have a dream you don't have to worry about your enemies I ain't worried about nothing So no matter what's going on, I have this image in my mind, these thoughts in my mind, these emotions that are passing through my mind 
during my time of sleep. There's one thing, and I mentioned it this morning. At the Davis home, if you walk in there, everything is peaceful. You don't feel hostility. You don't feel tension in our house because we create a culture where we can dream. And see, we're big dreamers, and you're sitting in part of our dreams because we're big dreamers. And we don't need anything interfering with the dream that God gave us. And guess what? You don't need anything interfering with the dream that God gave you too. So let me help some of y'all who are telling people about a dream that's related to you, but your dream has caused them to not like you. Now, let me just work this. The boy just has a dream. He's 17 years old. He's a teenager. All he has is a dream. And he tells his dreams to those who should be celebrating the dream. When they don't celebrate your dream, they're opposed to your dream. Let me help some of y'all who wonder why they got that frown on their face. Some of y'all who are wondering why they backed away from you. Some of y'all are wondering why they stopped texting you and calling you. Because you shared your dream. Because when you start sharing your dreams and you share your dreams with the wrong people, they don't know how to handle your dream because they don't have a dream. And if they don't have a dream, they'll get mad at you about your dream. And all it is is in image form. It is not even manifested. And they're getting all upset. That's why the guys I brought up here, they brought up, I brought them up here because they're dreamers. They dream about things. And when you dream about something, you want to hang out with some dreamers. I'm hoping by the end of all of this, we'll have a whole church full of dreamers and you'll be around people who dream you can trust a dreamer with another dreamer but when you got somebody living a nightmare don't you may need to wait before you tell what you got coming in in 2025 because if they're not a dreamer they will latch a hold of your dream and try to give suicide to your spirit by rejecting you simply because they're afraid of your dream touch your neighbor tell them don't be afraid of my dream don't be afraid of my dream Ain't no competition. It's dreamers. When there's dreamers, ain't no competition. You can't beat me in my dream. That's my dream. You can't outdo me in my dream. That's my dream. It's what I see. It's the image I see. I just shared it with you to tell you God's faithful. If he'll give me an image, he'll give you an image. So you stay with your image. I'm going to stay with my image. And don't attack me about what I see while I'm resting. There was a time that I thought that everybody was going to celebrate my dream. Celebrate the fact that I wanted to do something better than what I was doing. And go somewhere better than where I was going. But I didn't find out to after the fact that they stopped talking to me because I told my dream. Not because I got results. They cut ties with me just because I start talking about my dream. So I've gotten to the place. I'm going to talk about my dream whether you like it or not. I'm going to tell you where I'm going. Because, see, I've come to the conclusion if you didn't give me the dream, you can't stop my dream. 
Now, some of us are motivated not for what's on the outside, but for what we see on the inside. Every decision I make is about what I see on the inside. I don't care what's going on on the outside of me. I see something ahead of me. I see 12 men sold out, committed, that says, you my pastor, you my leader, and what God says to you, he's saying to us, that's my dream. I believe one day as we go through and we teach and we train, they're going to stand up in their own dream because after I'm done I don't care how much they do because I want to make sure they got a good platform after my dream is done if they're older than me we're gonna walk hand in hand into glory because the other dreamers will fulfill their purpose while they're in the earth see you can't continue unless you got a dream because if you don't have a dream when one goes you quit but if you have a dream you go on to the next level you do something greater because you have a dream that's why I brought Tyler up because I wanted him to tap into a dreamer if he taps into a dreamer. He'll fulfill what was the assignment on his father because his father was a dreamer. Now Tyler's a dreamer, but he has to get around somebody that still has a dream. Your dream may be exciting to you, but not to others around you. You all excited. Oh, the Lord just showed me this amazing thing that, that he's going to do. And then you went and told your best friend. You know, I, I, I read people really well. When somebody brings somebody to me talking about their, your best friend, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, uh, one day you're going to get a revelation that that's not your best friend. All you got to do is tell the extension of your dream and they're going to back off of you. They will walk away from you because you're thinking more advanced than what they're thinking. I, they would love to lock me into little church. I'm not a little church pastor. I'm a mega church pastor. And that's what my dream is. I finally embraced it. I'm not going to let it go. I'm not going to let it go because I see something. And as long as I see it, I'm not going to let anybody put my lights out. And I know I seem kind of bold. That's the way you got to be about your dream or somebody will steal your dream. They'll tell you it's not even valid. They'll tell you it's not even something that you should try to do and then two weeks later they down the street trying to do your dream I'm just talking to the dreamers. I'm just talking to the dream. This is to the dreamers today. I'm not talking to people who are confined. I'm talking to people who can dream their way out of prison. I'm talking to people who can dream their way out of a pit. You want to know why the pit couldn't keep Joseph? Because his dream was bigger than the pit. You want to know why the jail cell couldn't hold him? Because his dream was bigger than the jail cell. You want to know why the betrayal didn't hold him? Because the betrayal wasn't big enough to hold a dreamer. I want to tell you, whatever's trying to surround you and hold you in now can't hold Hold you because you're too much of a dreamer and when you dream yourself outside of the situation there's no way anything can confine you in the situation how many dreamers do I have in the house this morning you can't kick you can't keep me sick because I have an image of me being healed you can't keep me poor because I have an image of me being rich you can't keep me down because I have an image of me being up and I have scripture to support I'll be the head and not the tail how in the world you gonna keep me down here when the image in my mind I'm aware your doubts out because I believe in my dream And I, let, 
let me do this. This is not in my notes. There's a difference between your dream and a shared dream. And you're wondering why the dream's not working and you got close enough to somebody who had the dream. Now you're sharing their dream and you don't even believe in their dream. That's why it doesn't work. What does God have for you? Can I ask you a question? What does God have for you? How can you spend so much time criticizing what I do and you have a dream? I work on my dream every day. It takes full time. I'm a full time dreamer. I have to work on my dream. I have to make strategic moves every day because it takes it for my dream. When your dream gets big, you ain't got time to be messing around with somebody else's dream. You do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. And we all going to see God glorified when we see the fulfillment of the dream. I can always tell when people don't have a dream. They always talking about things they don't know anything about and they don't understand if they had a positive mouth, they can fuel their dream. And the only reason they got a negative tongue is because they are jealous of your dream. They just like those sons. Every time he told something about a dream, they got more and more upset. And if you really study the spirit of envy, envy will murder you, murder your character, murder you physically if it could. That's why you don't want to be in envy. That's why you're tearing people's spirits down and tearing their names down because you got so much envy. That's why you're drawing back from people because you want everybody else to draw back from them because you're so envious of them. You don't want anybody to support them. But if it's a dream from God, they're going to always have some support. Whew. Somebody shout, I'm a dreamer. So don't get discouraged. Stay excited about your dreams. It's coming up on 27 years now. I'm still excited about my dream. And if you can't put it out in a day, how in the world? It took more than a day to get this thing branded on the inside of me. Get me to where I get up muttering, say, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm sitting at my desk at my home. It's going to happen. I get to the church and it's going to happen. I got Judas's around me. It's going to happen. See, this is the thing. When you got a dream, a Judas push pushes you further into your dream. See, you need a little negativity to push you over. With Joseph, he needed that little negativity to push you over. See, some of y'all don't understand when you have a dream, you need somebody to blow a little negative wind. You can fly off of that too. Let them do a, say a few things. Half the people in my church, it grew because of negativity, not because of something positive. If they don't stop talking, you won't stop growing. The images of your dream helps you to embrace its reality. The images. Joseph had an image which helped him to embrace the reality of it. Dreams have a date that they manifest reality. It's not going to stay an image in your head. Mm -mm. It can't. A God-given dream cannot Remain just an image in your mind. A God-given dream has a birth date. Has a, it, has, it has a date where the birth canal of your spirit opens and your water breaks. And you can't go back to doing what you were doing. 
and you can't say, wait a minute, because when your dream starts to be birthed, ain't, ain't no re we can't rewind back to where we were, because when it's time to give birth to your dream, everybody better get out of the way, and see, sometimes they're going to misjudge you, because you're giving birth, because you're not speaking like they want you to speak, every woman that's had a child, when have you been nice at childbirth? Oh, y'all didn't hear me. When have you been nice at childbirth? Any of y'all women, just raise your hand that when, when you were giving birth to a child, everybody better watch out. The doctor, your husband, that significant other, your mama, your daddy, because when you start giving birth to your dream, there's a lot of agony that goes with it, but there's a lot of joy that comes after it. I'm a dreamer, baby. You think you know about birthing. I know about birthing because I birthed from 100 to 200 and birthed from 200 to 500 and birthed from 500 to 1,000 and birthed from 1,000 to 2,000 because all of that has to do with dreaming. If you stop dreaming, you stop growing. The images of your dreams help you to embrace its reality. His brothers wanted to kill his reality by changing his image about his dream. Let's make sure this never comes to pass. Let's trouble him, let's doubt him, let's hate him so what he's saying never come to pass. So he has to keep this image through the tough stuff. See, I, I learned my Bible. I don't lose the image. Oh, you can go through hell, but you're not going to keep me from heaven. You're, you're not going to keep me from what I see. I can see the worst situations and still believe in the best. So in my mind, because of the image, I'm still thinking it's going to get better. Yeah. I, I'm not shouting because it is better. I'm shouting because it's going to get better. See, they always want you, they always want you to praise after the fact. If I'm praising after the blessing, I'm not praising for that blessing. I'm praising for the next blessing that I'm about to receive. See, I'm always ahead of the game. I'm not praising about today. I'm praising about next week. I'm praising about a breakthrough next week. I'm praising about an elevation next week because I got an image. It's going to get better in the sweet by and by. So that, that's my reality. Well, you, you, you live in a fantasy world. Try it. It may motivate you. Try believing something other than where you are. Try believing the word that creates an image of something better while you're in the worst moment. The Bible said, weeping may endure for a night, joy comes in the morning. Won't you think about the morning more than the night season? There are people when you praise and they say, well, I know what's going on with them. I know their marriage is in trouble. I know their finances is in trouble. I know their children are crazy but you're praising for the results. You're praising because of the outcome. 
that you have in your mind. One day my son may be in jail for life, but one day he's coming out. They said he has a life center. One day I'm praising for him to be liberated and he, when he comes out, he's going to be a preacher. I see it. I have an image in my mind. When he comes out, he's going to be a multi-millionaire, if not a billionaire. I see it in my mind. It's an image and I'm praising about the image that I see in the future. You can call me crazy if you want to. One day you're going to call me blessed because everything I'm praising about, I I am going to see the reality of that thing. See, they don't know enough about you. They have not known you long enough. They don't know that you're closer to your 13th year of it. See, they, 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 people act like they know you what the Lord showed me. The Lord ain't showed you anything. They don't know where, where you've been and how long you've been there. And they don't know the clock's been ticking for the dream to come to pass. It was, the clock was still ticking. Here it is. We're 11 years and somebody comes into the dungeon and I tell them what their dream is. But then they leave me a two more years. But my dream is not all. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to be a hater on them because I know one day, one day, I'm going to be ready to one day my dream is going to manifest itself. That's why he ran so quickly and changed his clothes and shaved himself. Some of y'all too slow. Some of y'all not expecting anything, but there are some of us up in here that we know we ain't, we, we ready to take off yesterday, shave off yesterday, change the dirty attitude we had from yesterday, knowing that God's day has come. Anybody believe that God's day is coming? Let's take it a step further. Any of y'all believe God's day is here right now? How many dreamers are in the place that refuse to give up on your dream? A dream will ensure you that the difficulties in the middle is not permanent. It's what the image I saw that told me I wouldn't stay at the grave with my mama. I wouldn't stay at the grave with my daddy. I wouldn't stay at the grave with my sister. I wouldn't stay at the grave with my brothers. I wouldn't stay at the grave with the members that I love. You want to know what made me think like that? It was the image beyond the grave. I never would have gone into international ministry if my mama had not gone to be with the Lord. Some things you will never do until something leaves your life. That's why you got to be a dreamer. Because some stuff got to go before some other stuff comes to pass. Uh, I know I, I hit some stuff right there. Let's just go just a little bit deeper. God was trying to get it to you, but they were in the way. And I'm not talking about good people in the way. I'm just talking about there's something that God wanted to catapult you into. But God couldn't catapult you into it because you wouldn't let go of what you had to have what he has for you. You got to be willing to let, let go. Touch your neighbor, tell him, say let go. 
Dreamers are able to let go. Dreamers are able to let go of the things they know. Dreamers are able to let go of the things that they are accustomed to. Dreamers are able to let go of things that they're comfortable with. Dreamers are able to let go of things that are not working anymore. But there's something ahead of me that will work better for me than the thing that I have right now. That's why I got to be a dreamer because if I'm not a dreamer, I'll get stuck with something that's no longer productive in my life. But dreamers understand that God's got something better ahead of me than everything calculated behind me. That's why I'm a dreamer. I had to let go of the knowledge of yesterday to have the knowledge of today. I had to let go of the energy of yesterday to have the energy of today. I had to let go of the anointing of yesterday to have the anointing of today. You cannot have the anointing of today if you're still trying to operate in the anointing of yesterday. I look at ministries all the time and when they start to function, I said, you function where people no longer gravitate to and you wonder why people gravitate to me because I got an anointing for today. I don't have the anointing for yesterday. I am not those people of yesterday. You got to know how to pivot, baby. You got to know how to shift. If you want to reach people, you got to be where they are. You can't come up in here with that same old type of stuff and then saying they don't want to be saved and they don't want to be changed. No, you don't have the anointing for today. difficulties they're not permanent they're not permanent they're not permanent they're not permanent I don't know where you are financial issues they're not permanent health issues they're not permanent you know mental issues they're not permanent none of those are permanent if they were permanent you wouldn't be hearing me the reason you're hearing me because everything that wanted to, to, to lay out and be permanent in your life, I'm disrupting it right now. Everything that says it's going to be with you forever, that devil is a liar right now. It's, always, it's just always going to be that way. You might as well just go ahead and relax. This has been always been in our family. This is this is just part of how we suffer. This is just part of what we go through. This is just part of you know this has been going on for three or four generations. It ends with me. I'm a dreamer. It ends with me. When you're a dreamer, I don't care what's been coming against your bloodline for the last six or seven generations. When you're a dreamer, you will stand up with authority and you said, it ends with me. The difficulties are in everybody's life. When you sit and think, I'm the only one going through it. Everybody. Everybody, everybody has some difficulties going on. Dreamers just look better when they're in difficult times. I said dreamers just look better. They, they don't look like poor pitiful. You can see them when they get out the car. Girl, go put on some makeup and come up in here like you know you got a dream. Stop looking. You're just trying to draw negative attention to you. We're attracted to people who look like they got a dream. Well, you don't know me and my husband fought all night, but we don't look like it. 
You got to get to that place. That was last night. This is today. Y'all may not be speaking, but something going to come together before the Super Bowl starts. If you're a dreamer, you'll figure out how to, how to make that thing come together. Cook him a meal and watch him eat it. I guarantee you he can't keep an attitude while he's eating that meal that you cooked. Look at your neighbor. Tell him it's about to be over. It's about to be over. It's about to be over. I don't, I don't look like what I've been through. I don't look like I preached in Atlanta. Drove over there at 3.30 because that's over. Why am I going to be stuck at a time that's over? I am not going to make excuses for today because that, that yesterday is over. I'm in a fresh day. I got a fresh anointing. My mind thinks freshly and I'm going to operate like I'm refreshed. They want you to stay in the crash. They want you to stay in the crash. They want you to continue to rehearse the crash. They want you to continue to rehearse the trauma. But every time you feel and you think about the trauma, you need to start breaking out in a praise saying it's over. This, this praise says trauma is over. You're not going to haunt me. You're not going to follow me into my next relationship. You're not going to follow me into my next church. You're not going to follow me on my next job. You're not going to follow me into my next business. It's over. Like where you are is permanent. What I go through is training. To see if I can like you when you hate me. That's training. That's training. You know you're good when you know they want to kill you and you're trying to give them something to eat. You don't downgrade your message because you're preaching to haters. You know you got it going on when about 50 of them are nothing but devils and you can still preach like you're in heaven. You really got an anointing then. I realized my testing my testing wasn't with the outside. My testing was when the devil got in the inside. See, you're not tested until your brothers want to hurt you. That was some hard to process for him. But since he had a dream, he processed his way through it. Got my position and got my title. And you're going to turn the gun on me? So anytime I wanted to fight back, the Lord said, you have a dream. Anytime I wanted to do what I can do, you have a dream. <laughs> Look at your neighbor said, and tell them, can't nobody stop my dream. It gets difficult. It gets difficult. It gets difficult. God doesn't lead you on journeys where it's always pleasant. 
Because he's testing the authenticity of your dream. That's why you got to be around dreamers. They can tell you what's going to happen when you get to a certain point and tell you, no, 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 no. Look at the image again. Look at the image again. I know you can hear things all around you. Look at the image again. Sometimes in prayer, I'm just, I'm just looking. The more I look at it, the more it looks like where I'm supposed to be. Some of y'all need to get an image in your mind of where you're supposed to be so that you're not deterred by where they want you to be. You don't know more about me than I know about me by my dream. He gave me the dream. He didn't give you the dream. And I don't need your prophecy either. I'm sure of my dream. I'm not crippled like that. Let's go. Let's go. The dream can't be stopped if the dreamer doesn't give up. The dream can't be stopped if the dreamer doesn't give up. If you as a dreamer refuses to give up, then you can't be stopped. You, you cannot be stopped. Because when you believe your dream, you're too consistent for your opposition. It wasn't Joseph that ran out of food. It was his mama, daddy, and his brothers. Let me tell y'all something. Your opposition is running out of resources. God is navigating them right to you. What they sold you out to, God's net, they ain't got no choice. They're going to have to come to you. Their pride level is going to have to drop. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, all right, all right, okay. I know you got a problem with it. They did too. They had a problem with it. They had a problem for about 13 years. When you got a dream, don't worry. Beverly, when you got a dream, don't worry. Because sooner or later, the dream killers are going to have to come to you to get fed. The dream can't be stopped. If the dreamer doesn't give up, they don't realize I'm not going to give up. They don't realize that. They put pressure on me and make me because I don't know how to give up. The only reason they think I'm going to give up because they give up all the time. They don't know I'm not going to stop. This is 27 years, and they think I'm going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep going because I've seen portions of my dream manifest. You never should have let me see anything that I had as an image in the past manifest in the present. 
fact, I dream again. I dream for stuff now that I wouldn't dream for, uh, dream for then. You know, you, let me tell you what I'm doing. Let me tell you how you do it. This is how you do it. When they come against your spirituality, come to become the best businessman in the church. Because they can't fight your business, your, your, your entrepreneurship, because they still trivial. So become a good business. Every businessman better hear me. When they come against you, praying against you, chatting against you with soul ties, go business on them. Because if you go business on them, they ain't got what they need to handle the business of God. Jesus knew how to handle his father's business. All they know how to do is pray against you. But when God, you in the right order with God, their prayers against you won't work. Somebody need to shout right if you're doing God's business, don't worry about them. If you're doing God's business, don't listen to them. They about to be out of business while you're doing God's business. That, that was free. That, that was free. That was free. I'm almost done. Don't, don't give up. Look at your neighbor. Tell them, don't give up. 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 They don't know to save money for a rainy day. They spend all their money. Don't give up. Don't, don't, don't give up. 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 They running out of fuel. Don't give up. Don't give up. They didn't plan for a long journey. Don't give up. Don't give up. You're, you're, you're in a better condition than the ones that want to stop you. Don't give up. Your dream is what fuels you over and over again. They have one calamity and they all at disarray. But you, you still study. You may not be moving as fast, but you're still moving. And see, all you got to do is keep on moving because dreamers never stop. Last point, then I got to get y'all out of here so y'all can go watch the Super Bowl. Dallas is not playing, so I'm not even in the game. I'm a Cowboys fan. So since they didn't show up, I may watch a little bit, but I'm not going to watch enough because it's not going to satisfy anything in me anyway. Your dream is from God, and it will come to pass. Listen to me, y'all. Listen to me. Listen to me. You don't have to defend your dream when it comes from God. Some of y'all are trying to defend your dream against people who are ignorant about your dream. You don't have to defend your dream. God is the one who promotes your dream because it's his dream. So don't, don't worry. The wires are hot because it's God's dream. So many people are accustomed to coming against people who have their own dream. But Ananias and Sapphira, when they came against God's dream, the difference was that they came against God's dream because God's dreams has electrical wires around it. it, it it's it's, it's going to come to pass. Listen, listen. 13 years. The dream. At 17, a teenager, older brothers came against their teenage brother that they should have been covering and they should have been protecting because they didn't have a dream. 
They didn't know he was carrying God's dream. He wasn't trying to be sarcastic. He was not trying to manipulate. He was not trying to undermine his mother and his father and his brothers. He just had a dream. And his dream said that one day they were going to come. And they were going to bow to him because they didn't recognize his status. Some of y'all are going to be unrecognizable by the people who tried to kill you. They're they, they not even going to recognize your swag. They walk in. He recognizes them. They don't recognize him. They think he's an Egyptian when he's a brother. Isn't it something they show more respect for a man that keeps you in bondage than a brother that wants to free you? They came in and bowed to the next 430 years of bondage. But their brother was standing there looking like an Egyptian but still having the heart of God. Still having the heart of God. All dreamers from God has God's heart. And just because you don't understand them don't mean you can stop them. Look at your neighbor, tell him I'm a dreamer. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel something moving in here. I'm a say it to somebody else. I'm a I'm a dreamer. Find you a third person. Tell him I'm a dreamer. Don't turn the lights out. The party's not over. I'm a dreamer. Don't put the last of the dirt on the coffin. I'm coming back. Don't say it's over when you don't have the keys to lock the doors. Don't tell me we seen all we gonna see when you haven't even seen what we seen. They have this term, the best is yet to come. Tell your neighbor to hang around just a little while longer. Yeah. Say it with an attitude. Just hang around just a little while longer. <laughs> Hell was celebrating the first day of the crucifix. And the burial of Jesus Christ. Hell was celebrating the second day of the burial of Jesus Christ. Hell was trying to celebrate on the third day. But on the third day, the celebration was interrupted because Jesus got up. Everything that's been celebrating your death, you better get ready because you're about to interrupt their party. I dare you to put a praise on it. 
It ain't over. It is not over. Can't you look around and tell that it is not over? I got to go, y'all. It's 12 o'clock. I got my 12 now. They're memorial stones to remind me of what God done all these years. Because when you go read Joshua, he said, make sure you get memorial stones. I told him about that yesterday. Get those memorial stones so, so they can remind you and your children. See, you weren't with me in Pinson, but I got memorial stones now. You weren't with me when I was the refiner's house, but I got memorial stones now. You weren't with me when I was Newburgh, but I got memorial stones now. So these memorial stones said, if God was good back then, God is still real good right now. How many of y'all, you got some memorial stones? That means you got some memories of what God will do it what he has done and God's going to do it again I, I, I need you to do this and, and you ain't got to touch the hand but push him on the shoulder and say God's about to do it again he's about to do it again he's about to do it again <laughs> everybody that was rejoicing over what wasn't happened they might as well get out of the way because God's about to do it again if you can help me one day you can help me another day. If you can send what I need one day, you can send it another day. If you can raise me up one day, you can raise me up again. God's doing it again. Go ahead and put your testimony out there. Go ahead and tell your critics. Go ahead and make an announcement. This is leap year, baby. God's about to... They can't stop your praise if they wanted to. This is a year of the Lord and his leap year. I gotta go. If I was you, I'd just try to catch the tailwind. I said, if I was you, I'd just try to catch the tailwind. I'd just try to catch the tailwind. I may not be in the front of this thing, but I'm going to touch the tailwind. I'm going to get on board. Yeah. I got to go, y'all. I got to go. I got to get out of here. If I don't get out of here, something's going to break out in the air. If I don't get ready, if I don't get ready to leave, something's going to explode in here. If I don't, if I don't get ready to walk off this platform, we're going to know that's a wig you got on. If I, if I, if I don't, if I don't go ahead and leave, there's going to be fingernails everywhere because you're going to lose yourself up in here. If I don't go ahead and get out of here, you're going to have to find uh, somebody that designated driver to drive you home. If I don't get off this platform soon, you just, you're not going to know where your keys are, where your purse is, where your phone is.
you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on, because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right, log on to StephenADavis.org now, and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.